And good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rural Survival Show with Tim Spencer and Rick Schmidt. Today is Saturday, the fourth day of June, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Hope everybody's having a great weekend. Uh, Rick will most likely not be able to be with us today. He is going to try to call in, but uh, don't know if he's going to be able to. He's got some ball games and stuff with his grandchildren, so uh, we'll we'll just have to wait and see what happens. We're going to start taking uh, calls fairly early in the show, uh, just in case you're interested. Call a number is 512-248-8252 and uh, in just a few minutes we'll start taking uh, callers. Okay folks, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm just going to touch on them briefly and then you guys can call in and we'll discuss things and all that. The elephant in the room right now is looming food shortages. Uh, I really don't know how to take the current situation. Our own government is saying that there are going to be food shortages and massive food inflation. Uh, my recommendation is hope you got a good garden going, or if not, start stocking up right this minute on... Uh, food that is uh, long-term storable while you can afford it. Uh, Everything I'm hearing is that uh, prices of food are supposed to double by the 1st of October. So, you know, what can I say, folks? Uh, We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the price of fuel, what I do know about that and what I don't. We not might talk a little bit about what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to let you guys guide me today. What do you, what you want to talk about? All right, folks, you want to go ahead and call in. Go ahead. 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. Uh, Rick and I were talking earlier this morning. The, we're looking at uh, the wholesale price of, of gasoline for July delivery. Now, keep in mind, this is wholesale. $4.26 a gallon right now. And that is for July delivery. Uh, I know for us here in uh, Missouri, that means a dollar to a dollar twenty above that. I'm sure it's going to be well above that in states that have high gasoline taxes. Uh, I would say like California, New Jersey, New York, places like that, I think the gasoline prices are going to just get stupid. All right, folks, go ahead and give me a call because I don't got that much to talk about and we ain't going to have dead air. Uh here is one thing we can talk about. The um, World Economic Forum just got done in Davos. There were several things they set out in the open that worry me and worry a lot of other people. I'm looking at an article on Zero Hedge right now. I'll give you the title of it. The top 10 creepiest and most dystopian things pushed by the World Economic Forum. And I'm just going to skim through some of these real quick until somebody calls. All right, number 10, and it goes 10 down to 1. Penetrating governments. Uh, Carl Schwab, the founder and head of the World Economic Forum, Forum, is not a fan of democracy. In fact, he perceives it as an obstacle to a fully globalized world. Uh, There was a report in 2010 that they put out called Global Redesign. In it, Schwab postulates 
the globalized world is best managed by a self-selected coalition of multinational corporations, comma, governments, including through the UN system, and select civil society organizations. Of course, the writer says this is the exact opposite of a democracy. Well, the writer is 100% right. Nowhere in there did you hear anything about people voting for anything. It'll be top-down control. If you don't like it, you can simply die. Okay, let me get down here to number, number nine. Controlling minds using sound waves. All right, guys, this is not science fiction. They are genuinely talking about this. In 2018, one of the topics of discussion at the World Economic Forum was mind control using sound waves. That is the actual title. Um, in the article, the technology is touted as a possible treatment for Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease. However, the article also states that it can cure you. It can get you addicted and it can kill you. It can also be used to completely control a person's mind remotely. Uh, Sounds like all kinds of fun and games, doesn't it, folks? Hang on just a second. I've got to get me a sip of water here. How about this one? You might have heard this one in the news real recently. And it's been in mainstream news media. Pills that contain microchips. Once again, this title sounds like a far-fetched Conspiracy theory cleverly worded for sensationalism. It isn't. Uh, these people are actually talking about this, folks. They say that way your doctor, and in parentheses, health and, and health insurance companies, uh, can tell whether or not you've been taking your medication. How wonderful. And it throws... Uh, you know, privacy out the window there just a little. Number seven, praising massive lockdowns. In 2020 and 21, cities around the world were subjected to massive and drastic lockdowns. Yeah, I think we all remember that. Causing job losses, suicides, drug overdoses, isolation, mental health issue, domestic abuse, bankruptcies, homelessness, and a lot of other bad things, too. During this horrific period, children could not attend school for months and were essentially barred from interacting with other children. Uh, all kinds of slow and medium-sized businesses were destroyed while large corporations thrived. Read Amazon, read Walmart. Yeah, mom and pop's little store had to be shut down, but Walmart had to stay open. It was essential. Uh, so this, despite all this, the World Economic Forum could not hide its love of drastic like destroying lockdowns. In fact, it released a video theoristically called Lockdowns are, are Quietly Improving Cities Around the World. Uh, in what way were they improving them, folks? I can't see any way that anything was improved. Hell, I got a feeling it even hurt the pigeons. Nobody's feeding them. But uh, I don't know what they mean by that. Maybe it made their view better out of their penthouse uh, home and or office. 
says lockdowns significantly reduced human activity, leading to the Earth's quietest period in decades, while showing dystopian images of empty cities and planes stuck on the ground. I can't argue with that statement. All right, let's get down here. Take a peek at the future. Oh, real quick, folks, in case you missed it earlier, call-in number is 512-248-8252. All right, number six. Take a peek at the future. Judging by comments on YouTube and social media, people absolutely hate videos created by the World Economic Forum. I'm one of them. Only reason I ever watch them just keep up with what they're saying. But they keep coming because they don't care what you think. They just want to plant their seed of insanity into your mind in a video titled, How Our Lives Could Soon Look. The World Economic Forum invites viewers to take a peek at the future. And it is bleak. It is all about making COVID life permanent. If, the, if I understand the one they're talking about, I have watched it, uh, and it is pretty bad, folks. Okay. Oh, the, oh, the video is on here. Well, I'll give you the name of the article again, folks, by, uh, by the time I get done with this. Number five, pushing for a great reset. The World Economic Forum perceives the pandemic as opportunity. It's not only an opportunity to reshape our personal existence, but to restructure the entire world structure according to its principles. Uh, All right, folks. Keep in mind, Georgia Guidestones. This article doesn't mention it, but just keep that in mind. To promote this reset, that absolutely nobody wants, the World Economic Forum released propaganda video. It really fits the definition of propaganda. And that video is on here too. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm some of the parts that are not relevant, I'm skipping over, like the Twitter feed comments. The video I was just talking about or reading about says this short video manages to contain an incredible amount of subversive messages. It even ridiculizes conspiracy theories while astoundingly confirming these theories. And yeah, I think I have seen this video. But uh, bottom line is, They want to do away with capitalism, folks. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, but I've actually watched the video that contains the phrase. By 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy about it. Uh, Folks, 2030 ain't that far away. And I guarantee I will not be happy about it. Of course, whoever comes to claim what I've got won't be happy about it either. I guarantee you that. Okay, folks. Let's get down to the next one. Recalibrating freedom of speech. I like that word, recalibrating. They're recalibrating the Second Amendment right now, too. You know, or trying to. An easy way to identify world leaders who are groomed by the World Economic Forum is through their incessant railing against free speech. They absolutely hate it. and They're constantly calling for the Internet to be censored and highly regulated. At the 2022 Davos meeting, Australian e-safety commissioner Julian Grant almost didn't catch two last names there, stated that we need a recalibration of free speech. Um, 
no, folks, we don't need a recalibration of free speech. We really don't. But, uh, so far, we've still got it to some extent. Right until you want to publish something that the system disagrees with, then you don't have it anymore. Okay. Tracking your clothes. Now, this one I found kind of wild. The World Economic Forum wants to control your clothes. And they've made a video about it. This video's here, too, guys. Did I mention that people absolutely hate World Economic Forum videos? There's another one that got people's blood boiling. Again, folks, this article's on Zero Edge. Uh, it was published 10.40 p.m. last night, 22.40 for those that, of us that use real time. Uh, it says, using the environment as an excuse as usual, the World Economic Forum announced the coming of clothing waste with digital passports that can be traced at all times. Backed by Microsoft, of course, in parentheses, these garments will apparently flood the market by 2025. Hmm. Guess it's time for Lori to break out the sewing machine and we need to start looking for good deals on fabric. All right. It says here, according to the World Economic, World Economic Forum, these chips will allow fashion brands to resell their clothes. I have no idea how that would work. The video makes sure not to mention that this technology would be a great way of tracking those who ditch their smartphones. But ditching your smartphones might become impossible. Well, guys, if they go ahead with their uh, plans for central bank digital currency, from what I've been able to glean uh, from what little details are out there about it, the only way you're going to be able to spend your CBDCs uh, is buy a smartphone. They're not going to give you a card, like a debit card or something. Uh, you have to physically have your smartphone with you, and there will be a biometric scan to authorize each purchase. In other words, you can't go give your smartphone to somebody else to go pick something up at the store for you. So talk about complete control. Now, this one is even creepier. Smartphones will be in your body by 2030. At the 2022 Davos meeting, Nokia CEO Pekka Lundmark claimed that by 2030, smartphones will be implanted directly into the body. This would coincide, I'm sorry, with the coming of 6G technology, which is expected to be launched by the end of the decade. Um, they're looking to accelerate this transition by making things people cannot live without, such as smartphones, available in transhumanist form. Are you noticing their creepy ignorance? Ah, we got a black break, folks. We'll be back in three minutes. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, 
pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. I well, everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Today is Saturday, the 4th of June, in the year of our Lord, 2022. You're listening to the Rural Survival Show right here on the Republic Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Tim Spencer. Uh, in the previous segment, we I was reading through an article on the World Economic Forum's plans Uh I was uh, got we got down from ten to number one, and I'll go through number one real quick, folks. If you want, give me a call. Number is five one two two four eight eight two five two. Tom in Utah. It always seems like we don't have enough time to talk. Why don't you give us a call, buddy? All right, number one. You'll owe nothing, and you'll be happy. Uh, that, I saw that on that video I was talking about. This is probably the most dystopian moment in WEF history. In 2016, Ida Auken, a member of Parliament in Denmark, said, Welcome to 2030. I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. Boy, what a sicko. The WF loved that quote so much that it tweeted about it, and it's got the tweet here. The 
EF also created a video that everybody absolutely hated titled Eight Predictions for the World in 2030. Here's a screenshot, and it just shows a screenshot of the video. An article on the World Economic Forum's website explains. Uh, now, I guess this is the script from the video. It says, I don't own anything. I don't own a car. I don't own a house. I don't own any appliances or any clothes, writes Danish MP Ida Aachen. Shopping is a distant memory in the city of 2030 whose inhabitants have cracked clean energy and borrow what they need on demand. It sounds utopian until she mentions that her every move is tracked and outside the city lives swaths of discontents. The ultimate vision of, of a, a society split in two. I think my tongue's getting tired. Can't talk all of a sudden. In this dystopian future, there are no products you can own, only services that are rented and delivered using drones. The system would make all humans completely dependent on the World Economic Forum controlled corporations for every single basic need. There would absolutely there would be absolutely no autonomy, no freedom, no privacy, and you'll be happy. Well, that concluded the number one through ten list, or ten through one, actually. Here's an honorable uh, mention. Individual Carbon Footprint Tracker. At the 2022 Davos meeting, Alabama Group President J. Michael Evans announced the development of an individual carbon uh, tracker. Once again, the World Economic Forum uses the environment to provoke the micromanagement of human behavior. Evans said that the tracker can monitor where they're traveling, how they're traveling, what are they eating and what are they consuming on the platform? All right, folks, we've got our first caller of the show. We've got Andy in Texas on line one. Good morning, Andy. Hey, thanks for taking my call, sir. I really appreciate your show. The bummer is, oh, is that you, you guys talk. Yeah, well, the bummer is, is that you talk about, um, you know, uh, rural farming so to speak in the first hour for me uh, there's nothing i can do i don't have money to buy soil i have all the seeds but i don't have a an, an area where i can plant anything in texas here where i'm at and uh yeah so it's kind of a bummer but i love it when you guys get to the real topics and you're doing that right now because and 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 this is a real thing i mean the food shortage is just going to be phenomenal we're not going to fill it for a little while because there are reserves that are already there. But what's happening right now in the spring is there's so many farmers that have not been able to plant. You know, That's local correct. farmers. Yeah, they have not been able to plant. The fertilizer's not there. And then you got your ranchers, too, that, you know, the, the rail cars, they said, you know, screw this, we're not going to bring this. And guess who owns the rail cars? Hey. Vanguard right, and BlackRock. Hang on Black the break. Andy, hang All on right, to the break, on. buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in three minutes. 512-248-8252. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Tom Bolton for EaseOff. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. 
First are right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next are beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. RL, five stars. Been taking this for two months now. I feel better. Have more energy. April, my husband started taking Extendivite, and he said he feels much better and has more energy. EW, need to try. Everyone needs this for their health. Great product, great people. Josie, it works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. JC, great product, has worked well these last few years. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. The Biden administration created yet another new office. I'm Peter Serafine with today's Liberty Minute. Dr. Richard Rachel Levine announced the creation of the Office of Environmental Justice within the Department of Health and Human Services. The new office will fall under the authority of HHS's Office of Climate Change and Health Equity, which was also established by the Biden administration. So the new office falls within another new office. At this point, it looks like Biden is just creating new offices for the sake of creating new offices. The Biden administration is all concerned about environmental equity while we the people are dealing with insane inflation and the pending collapse of the U.S. dollar. Biden's answer to everything, spend more money on woke progressive issues and ignore the real problem. When that doesn't work, we'll just blame the other side. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com until tomorrow. Sevis Packham, Parabellum. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Rural Survival Show on the Republic Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Tim Spencer. Today is Saturday, the fourth day of June in the year of our Lord, 2022. Right now, we're speaking with Andy in Texas on line one. Andy, are you still there, sir? Yes, I am. Thank you, Jim. Uh no, what I was saying was, as far as these trains go, I mean, they're owned by BlackRock and Vanguard. And, I mean, everything that you look at, if you look at their books and you see who's at the head of it, it's BlackRock and Vanguard. So, uh, technically right. speaking, yeah, technically speaking, if you ran downtown and the, and the names of the of the places around you, you know, the McDonald's, the Burger Kings, the Macy's, this, that, the other, it wouldn't really say Macy's, Burger King, or McDonald's. It would say BlackRock or Vanguard. They don't want you to know that. These people have over $10 trillion worth of assets. $10 trillion right. <laughs> worth of assets. That's a lot of money. And you know what's really scary is a lot of people don't understand how much $10 trillion really is. <laughs> well, I have a hard time conceiving of it uh, myself, Andy. I mean, I understand the numbers. I understand that a trillion is 1,000 billion. You know, I understand these things. But conceptualizing that amount of cash, um, 
is very hard so, for me. And, and so how did we get here? Well, we got to look at two different years, 1933 and 1971. Yes. Right? Right. Those... Those two years screwed America up. 1971, we went total fiat currency. Nothing but fiat. I remember how upset my dad was when that happened. He was at work. When he got home, I told him what Walter Conkright said on the news, uh, you know, about Nixon going off the gold standard. And uh, actually, I told him the gold window had closed, according to Walter Conkright, and I wanted to know what that meant, and he used some very, very uh, choice words, which was not in his well, character. Well, we can see exactly what it meant, and your your pops was right. Look exactly what happened, okay? First and foremost, if we were still on the gold standard right now, and we had all these stupid, excuse the language, ass billionaires... The gold would be over probably $2 million an ounce right now if we had to be on the gold standard. If these guys could have that much cash in their own pockets, we would have to be on a gold standard, and the gold would be so expensive. So if you owned gold when when these people were able to, the, the price would go up. So there is no gold standard, and that's, I mean, we're at $1,800 or whatever for an ounce of gold. Are you kidding me? And that's a fictitious, I mean, you try to buy gold right now for 1800 or $1,900 an ounce. It ain't going to happen. You know, there's something yeah. called a premium. You cannot buy physical gold for that price, nor can you buy silver for the $22 an ounce it is now. You know, you're going to be paying $30 an ounce for silver. But, well, we, we got to take a look at, we got, no, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. We got to take a look at this gold standard and what really, that's what really destroyed our country. Because now there's no, there's no accountability for these people. They tell us how they made their money. Ooh, Microsoft, computers, computer uh, uh, programs. Oh, my God. Hey, this guy made $150 billion. Seriously? I mean, we, we didn't even have that much money in print. Same thing with George Soros. Where did he get his money? They owned the printing presses. People are not realizing that. These people weren't self-made. They've got a story. There's a story about how they made their billions, so you'll believe they made their billions. But notice that every billionaire, everyone that's anyone, is an evil genius for some reason. Andy, I hate to do this to you, but i got to let you go because... We've really got the callers stacking up. But you call oh, back anytime you want, buddy. I and appreciate you, you. Thank you, Jim. All right. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate your call. Next, we go to Fred and Iowa on line three. Good morning, Fred. Yeah, uh, good morning, Tim. You're putting out uh, good information, colleague, but it is well, useless. It is useless if I don't take action as an individual and any other. All right. Uh, let's let's, t- let's talk about that for a second. Are you yes. talking about the action the World Economic Forum is? Uh, no, what I am talking about is what we hear from hosts on RBN. Oh, okay. They're putting out very good information and knowledge, but it does nothing if the individual, and in this case, listeners to RBN, if they don't take action themselves and try to get the word out to other people. And I am I saying, whatever you're passionate about, whether it's... Uh, uh, banking, uh, the depression, uh, inflation, the devaluation of the of uh, the currency. Um, uh, how what your uh, religious uh, patience and uh, commitments and feelings are to other people, and if they don't listen. Uh, 
to what you have to say, uh, don't argue. Just go on. But I'm going to give you an example. In 83, I lived in Alaska, and I settled a lawsuit. And I was okay. so ignorant. I've been a ignorant ass for years. I started to wake up 25 years ago. Okay, I could have bought uh, 300 and, uh, or 100 ounces at three, $350 in 83. That would have been yeah. $35,000. I could have done it. And I kept thinking about it. But at that time, uh, when uh, Volker was uh, uh, head of um, the uh, money, uh, yeah. the interest rate I was drawing on fifty grand was seventeen percent, and I was still I remember. An ig ignorant, dumb ass. I didn't know. So what would that mean today? Well. What helped me and what guided me and my world view is the, the Word, the Bible, the biblical uh, outlet. Uh, that's my world view. I have a Bible, biblical view of the world. And I didn't wake up, start to wake up until 25 years ago. But what I'm saying in closing, if the listeners to RBN host is useless if they don't go into action themselves and witness passionately on the subject they know the best. And uh, if you can convince other people, irregardless of color, then do it. And if they don't uh, uh, listen to you or believe, uh, in a city or an individual, just uh, knock the dust from your heels and leave that individual or that city. Don't argue. Anyhow, that's all I got to say. Bye and thank you. Keep, keep thank it up. Thank you, Fred. Bye -bye. Appreciate your call. Your call. All right, next we go to Chris on line nine. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning. I wanted to address what Fred and I said in the last show and what you're talking about earlier, the unpopularity of the World Economic Forum. Uh, we should, like Fred encourages, we should call in to, uh, well, he, he said that we should uh, speak to those who are have adversarial views. And uh, the best way, I think, to address a lot of people like that are calling into adversarial talk shows, as mentioned before, especially uh, those community-sponsored radio stations that are always progressive or, uh, you know, black-owned stations. You oh, yeah. can do a search in your, your area of uh, black-owned radio stations. Like this morning, I called into WTMP here in the Tampa Bay area and and uh, Thursday, I called into the local community-sponsored station, um, WMNF, that uh, I spoke uh, on the uh, Surly Feminists for the Revolution talk show. You know, they're communist-oriented and uh, got to say a whole lot uh, in regards to the Uvalde shooting. They allowed me to speak. They agreed with me about how the police stood down. The, the One of the hostesses even uh, agreed on... Um, criticizing David Hogg when I brought up the Parkland shooting, the similarity of police standing down, and uh, faulted him for posing with the Proud Boys. So, um, you know, you, you call into these shows, and uh, you'll find that you might get a warm reception. And, you know, that was a hostess I just mentioned who uh, was critical of or has been critical of uh, the information people have been giving her on the social credit system that, of course, the World Economic Forum would like to implement. So, uh, you know, the, for the caller in the last show, I don't know, Tim, if you got to hear, uh, there's a, a lady who said uh, essentially, and I hope I'm not misquoting her, didn't misunderstand, but uh, I, I think she said that blacks are lost. And uh, I would say that maybe you lack self-esteem when people say that. Maybe you lack esteem for your own position. Maybe you don't prize your rights enough to try to persuade others who are adversarial because 
eventually, if you can't persuade them, you're going to end up fighting them in the ballot box and maybe with bullets on the streets. And a lot of these Democrats yeah. are... Uh, they are Democrats with guns, and they don't like the idea of guns being totally taken away. They are for what they consider sensible gun control, and uh, I don't think anything sensible, but uh, they think that there is. So um, I encourage folks to call into these shows, and uh, on my show tomorrow, by the way, on RBN here, I'm going to be playing that uh, that clip I just mentioned with you know, calling into the uh, Surly Feminists for the Revolution uh, show that I called in last Thursday on WMNF, and I'll play that uh, tomorrow when I do my show that um, uh, uh, RBN time, uh, Central Time, that's uh, 10 a.m. to noon. It's a Liberation Station radio show, and I'm Chris Steiner. And, and uh, just show folks that, uh, you know, that's a, a recent example of me being able to call into talk shows and build a relation, I've built a relationship with uh, these hosts in the past, calling in, being respectful, and disagreeing respectfully just giving information and uh they allow you to talk uh it's it's really sometimes they'll cut me off but uh, they do allow you to talk and and a lot of them are not uh propagandists a lot of them are just in the culture they're unaware of uh true facts and and uh once they they start to hear from the audience they they know that uh people like myself or others who call in and uh it's either yeah we're we're listeners we're part of you're, uh, we're a fan of some of the things they say. We agree on some of the things that, you know, they're, they're subject to, uh, these hosts and hostesses are, are subject to, um, building up their morale by, uh, having frequent callers. Uh, and, uh, you know, they don't know who, who calls in and who agrees with them and who doesn't. So, uh, I urge people to go into enemy territory and, and call in and, and uh, have at it, uh, you know, even if they cut you off, then that's uh, a sign of uh, them trying to uh, hide the information. And, uh, you know, people will be so disgusted by that that hopefully stronger-willed people will uh, start their own uh, media platforms and will call in and support you. You know, you give permission to people to call in and uh, reinforce what you say and and uh, give more information even. So, um yeah, just uh, I, I just yeah, I really know that uh, we can win this information war, and and when it comes to economics, I sure hope so. Hmm? Yeah, you know, I, I sure I, hope I, so, well, Chris. Hmm. I hope so too. I think so. It just takes persistence, and and uh, you know, they're talking about gentrification. The black community is upset about gentrification. Well, pointing out how, as you mentioned earlier, that. 2020, 2021, the liquor stores and strip clubs allowed to stay open. I called into um, WMNF's show last Sunday called the Sunday Forum. It's a black-hosted show and pointed out that uh, you know, multinational corporations with no allegiance to any country are taking over, that uh, small businesses were taken down. The ones who complied died without any epidemiological data as to whether those businesses or even in the general area uh, were a cause of COVID. You know, they they didn't even, without any uh, answers to Freedom of Information Act requests for those uh, communities, for the cities and counties, they, could never right. provide, they can never provide epidemiological data when they're asked to. And... Um, and so, uh, you know, they're worried about gentrification. We called in about the gentrification of the entire country. And, uh, you know, yeah. there's always some way to bring in the the, over, the bigger picture to these uh, conversations when they talk about them. They're worried about the lack of child education. There are studies I've brought up um, about, uh, about uh, you know, how, how the Brown University studies, for example, a 23% drop in um, children's education um, when they were comparing it to 2018 and 2019, or uh, another Brown University study that uh, babies born during COVID talk less with their caregivers. Uh, you know, CDC lowering its standards for speech and early childhood development uh, that haven't been updated since 2004. Now their children, uh, CDC says, should know 50 words at 30 months. That's two and a half years rather than two years, 24 months. Uh, you know, the, so, yeah, I called in in the past about that, where they're talking about uh, children not being able to fill out job applications after they graduate. And I just call in with these studies. Uh, 
you know, call in on, on the Monday show on WMNF here locally. There's an MD doctor, and and I've been slowly uh, persuading him to. Uh, he used to be a supporter of the COVID shots, and now he doesn't even for adolescents. So you know, uh, you know, bringing up uh, suicidality has increased with uh, um, this uh, interesting study from April of this year: mental health suicidality and connectedness among high school students during the COVID-19 pandemic. And um, I'll just read one little quote. 19.9% had seriously considered attempting suicide and 9% had attempted suicide. This is uh, among high school students. So, you know, I bring this yeah, I think kind I of information. That, Chris. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll just I finish up lastly. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's um, where was that posted or published uh, in supplements? Uh, journal, but it's also linked to on the CDC website. And um, I'll just finish up with, uh, you know, the economics uh, that you, you mentioned, uh, gold, and, you know, usury was committed under gold and with Roosevelt uh, called in the gold in 33. And and uh, I would uh, encourage folks to check out uh, Pastor Sheldon Emery's uh sermon or dissertation that's on YouTube. It's entitled The Utter Impossibility of Gold-Backed Money. And so I talk about a lot on my show uh, the need for promoting and participating in community currencies that I think are the best because they're tangible. If you don't own the currency, it's, uh, if it's not in your possession, do you really own it? And then uh, followed right. by barter networks, cooperatives, swap shops, um, and uh, you can find those on Facebook uh, and Craigslist, uh, barter networks, cooperatives, swap shops, uh, and all these forms of more equitable commerce media are the answer. So, uh, you know, we're complaining about the problem, but we have to pull the parasites off of our blood supply. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're alive, but uh, if we want our blood supply to come back, we need to keep the wealth uh, local and within our own our own bodies and uh, show that uh, as technology increases, so can our standard of living. Well, Chris, you know, here in my little town, uh, pretty much everybody is a big fan of barter. I'll give you one example. We've got a lot of chickens. We've got a lot of eggs, uh, two dozen plus eggs a day. Now, we can't eat that many. You know, six people in my family, we still can't eat that many every day. So what I do, I trade those eggs for raw milk with a friend of mine. You know, that's just one of the little barter things I do. When I still used to have two eggs, I would trade bush hogging uh, for other things that I wanted. You know, like, a, you know, I'll bush hog 40, that 40 acres if you'll give me a quarter of beef. You know, that type thing. So I'm a big believer in barter. Yeah, so it sounds like what that is is a cooperative because you're always, uh, you know, both parties are expecting to perform on a regular basis. So, um, you know, you right. can do cooperatives in, you know, in that way where uh, maybe even triangulate if you, there are two people who don't have, they have uh, a lot of an abundance of one thing, but uh, neither of them wants what the other has. And you can pull in a third party and find that they have something that, both of you want right one of you wants yeah and we do that kind of thing we absolutely do but of course we're talking about a county that only has 12,000 people in the entire county you know so it is a very rural area yeah and another one I forgot to mention is time banks folks can find time banks like uh uh, on Facebook and here in, in the Tampa Bay area, there are two of them. So there's a, there are all these um, different forms. You know, they all have their advantages and disadvantages. Uh, one thing, time banks, is that uh, they're often run by progressives, and you know, they pay folks for participating in certain activism that uh, you may not agree with. <laughs> so uh, be warned if you participate in time banks. But, uh, yeah, I like... Uh, I like, uh, like I said, community currency is the best, and barter networks and cooperatives and swap shops. And then you build relationships 
with uh, with other people. Uh, you know, even community gardens. Yeah. I live across the street from Clearwater Community Garden here, uh, which is a wonderful place to meet people of all sorts of persuasions. And, uh, you know, you get conversations going. You know, it's a place to buy, sell, trade, uh, plant seeds and cuttings. And, and at the same time, you build respectful um, lines of communication where you can start talking to each other about things like the COVID shots <laughs> and, uh, you know, meet somebody right. who, uh, you know, maybe uh, like one fellow uh, regretted taking a COVID shot from Pfizer and now because he wanted to go over and visit with his family who demanded that he did. And now he's suffering. And, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, he told me about how apparently he's, you know, a young guy, maybe in his late 20s. And uh, now he's apparently having a deep vein thrombosis in his calf, which is where they normally first develop. And, right. And, uh, you know, I'm getting to help him with that, natokinase, and uh, maybe rubbing a peppermint oil to dilate the blood vessels, and natokinase on an empty stomach, uh, 20,000 plus fibrinolytic units is what uh, Dr. Jared Roscoe, one of the guests I've had on, recommends to dissolve uh, blood clots. So, uh, you know, he used to be a believer, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of what people think of as anti-vaxxers are really just ex-vaxxers because they no longer, you know, they're not going to take a booster shot and, uh, you know, they they don't want to be on the gravy train of, of COVID shots and, and uh, you know, can bring up conversations of what is an anti-vaxxer? Are they an ex-vaxxer due to injury or seeing an injury of someone else or they are uh, a pro-vaxxer, but, uh, you know, they got the COVID shots like Dr. Peter McCullough, and then they become anti-vaxxer. Uh, are they pro-vaxxer, though they're waiting for more long-term effects of the COVID shots to be better understood or FDA approved? Or they uh, they just uh, they, they got the COVID shot, they don't want a booster, or regardless of whether they got a COVID shot, are they anti-coercion or anti-mandatory medical treatment, anti-apartheid? Hey, uh, Chris, I don't know if you can hear the bumper music or not, but I got to let you go because we got other callers waiting. So uh, All right, Tim. I do so appreciate your call, Chris. All right. Take great care. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in about two minutes. Call in number 512-248-825. Mike in Kentucky, you're next. But I'm out on the road again I'm on the road again Well, I'm so tired of crying But I'm out on the road again I'm on the road again I ain't got no woman Just to call my special friend You know, the first time I traveled Out in the rain and snow This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.